0: a faith declaration if you would hold up your note sheet your welcome packet and let's declare let's declare the the truth over our over ourselves right now I said the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to hear and apply his word i'm about to know better so that i may do better have better and be better i am becoming everything god has destined me to be i am becoming everything The devil fears I'll be. I'm becoming everything. The haters say, I could never be. So after today, I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, come on, slap through people, high five, and say, he's more than enough. Amen, amen, amen. Well, we started writing new chapters the beginning of this year, too, and we declared it was all about Jesus in January. We started out putting Jesus first, and then we moved into February, which was first things first February. If we seek the first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, he said all these things will be added unto us. So we seek first. We're going to seek first the kingdom um, because this year <clears throat> we're believing God for tremendous fruitfulness. Amen? Last year was a, a, just an incredible season of breakthrough. Breakthrough after breakthrough came when we set our faith in agreement to do that, and we started our prayer call, and we began to agree together every single day about that. We experienced incredible breakthroughs. So this year, we are experiencing tremendous fruitfulness. Amen. That we are growing and maturing, and, 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 and skillfully, we have planted ourselves. The Bible says, Bless is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree, say that word again, planted by the rivers of water, ready to bring forth this fruit in its season. His leaf also shall not wither. And say this with me, whatever he does shall prosper. Jesus says, you didn't choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you, I scheduled you, I put you in the earth so that you could bear fruit. You know, anything bad that's going on on the earth right now, there's some stuff in the news that's even hard to believe that that could be happening in our country. But you know what? Those awful things, God knew that they'd be happening this season, this hour, and he put you here. He put me here. He put us here so that we could stand against us. He scheduled you for this generation. You're a chosen generation. You're a royal priesthood. God called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Why? So you can shine. And a candle never complains because it's dark. Amen. We don't complain because it's dark right now. Yes, dark. Jesus said it'd be dark in this hour. So it's time to arise and shine for our light has come and the glory of the Lord has what? Risen upon us. So it's time to rise up and shine, baby. Amen. It's time to shine. It's not time to complain or fuss because things are bad. We just get up and shine and do what we do. He put us here. He chose us to bear fruit and that our fruit would remain. This year is going to be tremendous, the fruitfulness that we experience this year. Amen. All right. So I had to kind of put number one, I had to put last month and this month together because it's just kind of folding in together. So number one is first things first and more than enough together because March is more than enough. We said first things first in February. We got to get things in order. Things got to be done decently and in order. Amen. But, but in March, we're looking at more than enough that God is more than enough and he wants us to live in more than enough. How many of you believe that today? That God wants you to live in more than enough joy, more than enough peace, more than enough supply, more than enough finances, more than enough friends, more than enough word. He wants you to live in more than enough. Amen. He wants you to have plenty of word on the inside of you, not just so you got enough for you to live, but you got some to give for someone else. Sometimes there's some scriptures I get on my heart. I'm like, well, why God, why you got me meditating on that? That's kind of that's kind of weird. And then a little bit later in the day, poof, out it comes because it wasn't for me, it was for for somebody else. Amen. This is the hour and the season and the time where the wise virgins have extra oil. Ooh, check your neighbor for oil. Check them for oil and let them know, no, you cannot have my oil. Amen. But we, we got to be full of the word. We got to have, we, it's, it's a season of fruitfulness. You got to have plenty enough to give away more than enough. He's a more than enough God. He, he got you out of bondage, not so that you could have not enough or not that you could have just enough, but he, he came and got you. You didn't choose him. He chose you, but he came and got you because he wants you to live in more than enough in an overflowing life. I came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance till it overflows. He wants you to live and it's why he came to give you an overflowing life in every single area. So number one, when we seek to do things God's way first, we trigger his all-sufficiency grace to come on our lives. All-sufficiency grace. But, we, but would you put a circle around the word first? When we seek to do God's, God's things God's way first, we trigger his all-sufficiency grace to come on our lives. So that's your blank. All-sufficiency grace. How many of you would like to be self-sufficient and have a self-sufficient, have all sufficiency in every area of your lives. That would be a wonderful way to live. I don't have to worry about anything. See, God says, don't worry, just seek first. Why do you worry? The flowers don't worry and look how they're dressed. You worry about what you're going to wear, but look at, aren't you more important than a flower that's here today and gone tomorrow? He said, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one flower. And most of them are not even seen. He said, won't he all much th- all, 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 so much the more clothe you? But he says, if we seek first, if we have things in order, he said, all these things you worry about will be coming upon you. He'll make sure you get what you need. Amen? All right, Matthew 6, 33 in the Amplified. It says, but seek, aim at, and strive after, strive after what? First of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, which means his way of doing and being right. He's God. He had, a right to, he had the right to write the Bible. It's his, it's his Bible. It's his way and his will for doing things. Amen? It says, and then all these things taken together will be given you besides. Psalm 3410 says, but those who seek the Lord shall what? Not lack any good thing. Psalm 23.1, we love to quote it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He wants us to live in the overflow. And honoring God first is inextricably linked together together. With our giving. It's linked to the overflow life. When, when honoring him first, it's linked with the overflow life. And can, it, 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 that's how he does it. It's his way. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. They're higher than the heavens are from the earth. Amen? And so it's inextric, inextricably linked. That's a big old word, ain't it? I had to look it up. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That means inextricably means it cannot be separated. The overflow life, it is connected to honoring God first. Say that. The overflow life is connected and can't be separated from honoring God first. So we honor him as more than enough. We honor him as the source and the sustainer of our lives. And that's when this all-sufficiency grace comes on our life. It's all sufficiency. It, it's called manifold grace of God. And a manifold on a car delivers just what you need, right where you need it, right when you need it. it fire, it's got to fire everything right on time. Amen. And that's how the grace of God is. This all sufficiency grace. It's what you need, when you need it, right where you need it. Hallelujah. And so it happens when we honor him first, we keep him first in our life. Second Corinthians nine, eight, and this is, in, in verse 7, he's talking about how God loves a cheerful giver. That God's unwilling to abandon or do, a, do without a prompt to do it giver whose heart is in his giving, a cheerful giver. And then he says in verse 8, he says, And God is able, would y'all put a big old circle around that? Because that's awesome right there. You could just drop the mic right there. God is able. He is able to make all grace, all grace, all what grace? All the grace you could need for living this life, babe. All that you could need, he can make it abound toward you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Hallelujah! That means you're firing on all cylinders. That means you got what you need coming from God. Amplified says, and God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come in abundance to you, so that you may always under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in Him, and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. Wow, that's an all-sufficiency grace, but it starts with God looking for a cheerful giver. God loves. He's unwilling to abandon or do without a joyous, prompt to do it giver whose heart is in his giving see god's not after your money he's after your heart where your treasure is there will your heart be also amen number two we must make a decision to live by faith and serve god according to his word it's a decision that we make and once we decide that we don't ever turn back amen we may hit some bumps in the road come on now We may hit some bumps in the road and see some people would just stay, you know, on the sidelines or on the side of the road. Now, that's when it's time to dust yourself off and say, "Okay, come on, let me get back on course. Sometimes we can get off course, but God gives us U-turns. Amen. He allows U-turns. So we get back on course with God. Amen. So it's a decision that we make to live by faith and to serve God according to his word. Amen. He's already made a box for us to get into. Amen. God has a box. And we get in that box, we're going to be blessed. Amen. Joshua 24:15. he made a bold declaration for him and his family. He says, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord you got to decide, I'm going to serve God. He is at the top of my list. He's not somewhere down at the bottom. He's not somewhere on the outside. He's not in some closet where I take him out and put him back up when I'm tired of him. No, he is my life. My life is centered around him. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Amen? As for me and my house, my family, we will serve the Lord. And mom and daddy, you got a right to declare, as long as you live in this house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to talk a certain way. We're going to dress a certain way. Come on, we go to church. That's what we do as a family. Praise God. You have a right to declare that for your family. We will serve the Lord. Amen. Number three, we tap into the overflow promise through our giving. The overflow promise. It is, it, it is a promise for us to live in overflow, but, but this is how we tap into it, through our giving. Overflow. The excess or surplus not able to be accommodated by an available space. Overflow. That that's that sounds real good right there. Surplus not able to be accommodated by my bank account, by my wallet, by my amen, by my life. I got so much I have to give it away. The so excess or surplus not able to be accommodated by an available space. Surplus. Excess. Overabundance. Come on, that's where God. That's where God's taken us this year and this year of fruitfulness. Y'all, come on and stay with me. Stay with me. I'm telling you, there's an oil that's running down. There's a grace that's coming for you. Amen. It's already hit my life, and I declare it's coming to yours too. So God is so awesome. And what I love about God is that he not only gives us the promise, but he gives us the pathway to get there. That's what's so good about, the, about God. And, you know, his pathway is that he chooses partnership with us. He chooses to partner with man. He, he could do anything, but he's limited himself to doing what we pray for. So people want to say, well, why would God allow this and why would God allow that? Because God is not in charge. We are. He put us here to be in charge of the earth. He says the heavens of heavens belong to God, but the earth he's given to man. He said have dominion. Bring it into order. Amen. So it's up to us to bring things into order, and to do things according to his order. And that is partnership with him. Prayer, giving, sowing, and reaping. Amen. That's part of our partnership with him, to be a witness in the earth. Proverbs 3, 9 through 10, it says, honor the Lord. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So look, what, is it? what does it do? It triggers something. So your barns will be filled with plenty. Somebody say more than enough. And your vats will overflow with new wine. Now, we don't have barns or vats and that kind of thing these days. But, you know, we store up in our own way. Amen. As we we get surplus or as we get paid, you know, we store up in our own way. But God is saying honor him with it. Make sure that you don't honor just everything else. That you don't honor Nike or Polo. Come on, give me another one. Chanel. Huh? Apple. That's a big one, Kevin. Where's Kevin? But but you're a tither and a giver, though. Amen. That we we honor him first. Amen. And so, and then go get Apple. Amen. God wants us to have it all, but we honor him first, and that way he gets the glory. And you know, the Bible tells us that while the earth remains... There'll be seed time and harvest, cold and hot, summer and winter. That's why I'm not worried about global warming or any kind of green, red, blue, yellow New Deal. It doesn't make any difference to me what they come up with because I know that, that the, the earth is going to remain the same. We have this promise from God. Amen. So I'm not going to get in fear. I'm not going to trip. I'm not going to worry. Amen. Amen. Because God said as long as the earth remains, there'll be seed time. And harvest. There'll be night and day, cold and weather There'll be winter and summer. He said the seed you're gonna have as long as the earth is here, you're gonna have that. Glory to God, so y'all don't get worried. Amen. So that's Genesis eight twenty two, if you wanted to write that down. As long as the earth remains, we can count on that spiritual law to work for us as well. The sowing and reaping, the seed time and harvest in the spirit realm will be here as long as the earth is here. Amen. First Corinthians fifteen forty three, and the message says the seed sown is natural, the seed grown is supernatural. I mean, think about it. A seed is put in the ground weak, but it comes up powerful. I mean, think about it. It's Just a seed. It's just, it's just, it's just a little dry bean. It's just a little dry seed. It's just, it's just, it just doesn't look like much of anything. Amen. So it looks weak when it goes in the ground. But it comes up supernatural. So it goes in weak. It goes in little. But it comes up supernatural. It comes up empowered. Amen. It comes up powerful. So let's look number two at first fruits because we hadn't talked about this in years. So I want to talk to you about first fruits today, and then we're going to talk about how awesome God is. How how big is God? How 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 more than enough is He? But let's look at first fruits real quick so we can just. Talk about what first fruits is because first fruits is different from the tithe. First fruits is because what is a tithe? The word tithe means tenth. It means the 10%. And that's part of our covenant with God. We give that. It's all through grace. We do it. God put it into the law for man's benefit. But tithing was way before the law. Tithing was way back with Abraham. It was back with Jacob. It was way before the law of Moses came to be. So you can't say, well, tithing is of the law. Well, it was way before the law. God put it in the law for man's benefit. Amen. Because God's always, He's trying to get us into this place of abundance. Amen. So we can bear fruit in this season. He put us here. He put us here to bear fruit in this season. He chose us and picked us and and put us here to do this. Amen. So, First fruits is not the tithe, and, and the tithe is different from an offering. What is an offering? An offering is when I decide, God, I'm going to honor you with this. So we give the tithe. That's the tenth part. Once we give that back to God, we really are at zero, right? Because the tithe belonged to him, right? So we give God the tithe, and we still have 100% of our money. Then we take an offering out of that and we, we worship God with it. And what does God say? What is the tither's blessing? He says, bring all the tithe in the storehouse that there may be um, food in my house. He says, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open up for you the windows of heaven and pour you out such blessing that you will not have room enough to receive it. Wow. He said, and I'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. Woo, God gets between you and the destruction of your stuff. And he said, oh, no. Not this one. This one's a tither. Amen. It's part of the tither's blessing. And and he says, bring all the tithes. He says, bring tithes and offerings. Because he says, return to me. And you say, in what way return to you? you? He said, in tithes and offerings. So we bring tithes and offerings. We honor God. We worship God with an offering. But first fruits is different. First fruits has a whole other set of blessings that are attached to it. And God has put it in his word, and we're going to dig it out so that we can get in on it. Amen? It it's a principle in God's word. Every promise, every principle, and every pros- prophecy has a faith process to bring it to pass. So this is a process that we use our faith to bring it to pass in our life. Amen? It's a principle, and we use the process of faith. It's a principle. Say it's a principle. All right, so first fruits. It means uh, first and the choice and the best. So First Fruits was over and above giving. Here's what they would do. Every every year, three times a year, they were commanded to look over their harvest and, and select the choice, the best, and the first. Select an offering. Select your best offering from your harvest. He said, put it in a basket and bring it to the temple and set it down there, and I want you to worship me. I want you to just worship me because of all the good things that i've done for you for this harvest that you that you've received i want you to just set it down and i just want you to say god Thank you for being the source of my life. Thank you for sustaining me when I didn't know what I was going to do. Thank you for healing my body. Thank you for bringing me through when I thought I'd lose my mind. Thank you, God, for all that you've done in my life. Thanks for saving me in a car wreck. Thank you, God, for all that you've done. I just want to worship you today for your goodness, for your faithfulness, for every promise in the in the Bible has been true in my life. Thank you, Father God. He says, just bring it and set it down and worship me with it. And God attached these incredible promises to it. They were supposed to do it three times a year. And you might say, well, Pastor Sally, what does that got to do with me? That was some Old Testament stuff. What does it have to do with us? Look at Romans 15, four says for whatever things were written before were written for our learning that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. So this is going to give us something to hope in that we may not have even, might not even been on our radar. This is awesome. Y'all message translation says, even if it was written in scripture long ago, You can be sure it's written for us. Would you underline that, please? You can be sure it was written for us. God wants the combination. This is so good, y'all. Listen. God wants the combination of his steady, constant calling and warm personal counsel in Scripture to come to characterize us, keeping us alert for whatever he'll do next. I'm telling you, this year he's preparing us for what he's doing next, fruitfulness. Amen, bearing fruit and fruit that remains. In other words, we get to a level and we hold what we got. Like I told you, it's like taking some territory. You're taking the sword of the spirit and you're charging forth. You're taking some territory. And you hold that territory. Amen. This year is about holding territory. I'm not going back. I'm not going to take three steps forward and five steps back. No, I'm charging forth with the word of God. I got the shield of faith up. I got my mind right. Got my heart right. My waist is girt about with truth. My feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel. Please. I'm like, come on, let's do this. So I'm taking territory and I'm holding that territory. And then what? I'm moving. I'm moving to the next level holding that territory, moving forward and holding that. Amen. Maybe it's, you know, I want to get my my uh, church attendance up. So I'm not, you know, like hit or miss. Or I'm not, you know, maybe it's that I want to get in class and stay in class, you know, so I can grow and mature. You know, I understand, you know, that we that we work and sometimes we can't be here, you know, every single Sunday or something comes up. I get that. But I'm saying where we just don't. Man, I I, I got to tell you, in my own life, in my own testimony, from day one, somebody say day one. You know, at thirty-one years old, when I threw my hands up and said, "I'm through running," I am, I am here, I am yours, God. I I I, I knelt down and I meant I meant that prayer. I could take you to the spot on the carpet where I got free, and I gave my life to God. And man, every time the doors were open, I've been in the church house. Kelly was there. You remember, don't you, Kelly? Jack, you were there. You remember, don't you? Amen. I mean, I, I, I came in and I wasn't playing. And anything they said, well, can you, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be painting bathrooms. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> we need somebody to run sound. I'll do it. I'll do it for women's ministry. Do you not run sound? No, but show me. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. We got to play. Oh, 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 me. I'll do it. I'll do it. I wanted to do everything I could. I was so in love with God. I was so excited that he would pull me out of darkness, that he would take me out of all the mess that I was in and would be able to use me. I was so excited. I remember what it was like to be hungry. I remembered what it was like to be homeless and to feel like nobody cared about me. I remember it was like. I was so glad that I was accepted in the beloved and that there might be something in there that he wanted to use. You have no idea what's in you unless you give God a fair shake. Let's you give him a real try. unless you get here and sa- and let these people put their hands on you, Dwight. And uh what's your name? Nick Flores. You let, just like I didn't know if you were Elvis today or Julio Iglesias. I wasn't sure what your name was as an inside joke. He got on the prayer call yesterday and said it's it's Julio. I'm like, "Julio, well, welcome Julio. Who are you?" <laughs> it's me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I better than Elvis over there. Yeah, so so anyway, and what I'm saying is come in and let them because we just started leadership development today. How many do we have in class? Like ten or so? Eight in class today. We have eighteen who are supposed to, we have a lot of people who are out today. We're supposed to be eighteen in that class. But you know what? Come in and get raised up. Let Pastor Carolyn take you through firm foundation. We are raising up an army. We are raising up pillars. We are raising up people who will know what's in them. you know what your gifts are. you know what your talents are. You'll know how God has said you could use them in the church. Come on, don't you want more from your life? Don't you want what God has for your life? Now, I'm not just serving him halfway. No, I got in this thing for real in the beginning. I gave it all, and I'm not going to take it back. Amen? That's what he's asking for every single one of us. Amen. All right. Where in the world was I? First fruit blessings. Okay, praise God. All right, number one. Number one, these are the blessings that are attached attached to first fruit giving. We just dig this out. You know, we dig it out and, and, and believe in these promises. They give us hope. Amen, like the scripture said. It gives us hope. We had scriptures that we might hope. All right, number one, the promise of abundance with the ability to store up and save. So number one promise of first fruit giving is the promise of abundance. And we just read that in Proverbs 3, 9 through 10. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase so your barns will be filled with plenty. That sounds like overflow. And that's overflow with new wine. That's more than enough, right? All right. Then number two, he will drive out all oppositions to your increase. How many of you know we have a real adversary, a real, a real enemy who puts blocks and, and, and uh, barriers between us and our increase. Why? Because if you increase, you have more influence. God wants you to have more influence. Amen. So, so he'll drive out oppositions to your increase. Sometimes it's just a wisdom nugget that you need that is opposition. Maybe it's a stronghold in your mind that needs to be brought down. Amen. And that is part of the first fruit blessing. We say, well, can't that happen with the word? Yes, but it's attached to first fruit giving. Amen. God can just drop that thing on me while I'm in the shower. That'd be great. Praise the Lord. Exodus 34, 23 through 24. Here's where we see it. it says three times in the year, all your men shall appear before the Lord, the Lord God of Israel, for I will cast out the nations before you. And enlarge your borders. Neither will any man covet your land when you go up to appear before the Lord your God three times in a year. So we see that he will drive out the opposition. I will cast out the nations before you and enlarge your borders. So number three, he will expand your land holdings. You know, maybe there's some of us in here who have never owned a house. Maybe this is the year that things get straightened out so that you can own a house. I see Marcelina smiling at me back there. Amen. Is that on your radar? Amen. Amen. So maybe this is the year that, you know, as we do our first fruit giving, you come on Empowerment Light Night. Let Murray help you get your, your credit straight. Let him show you how to apply for that next position, that next promotion. How to, you know, we're going to give you some real wisdom nuggets, how to dress for an interview for that next level job. You know, we're going to give you some real natural stuff. But, um, but it's attached to the first fruit blessing. Amen. It's part of first fruit giving that he will expand your land holdings. So you can press into that next level. You know what? Own some property. Own a house. Own, own something. Amen. And I'm telling you, yes, some people say, well, she doesn't mean me. Yes, I mean you. I mean you. We are in a season of abundance. We're in a season of fruitfulness. we got to get in on it. Amen. All right. Uh, number four, he will take away the desire of your enemy to harm you. Whoo, that's a good one right there. Man, I saw it in action this week where I've been dealing with Luke Durrett about the sign out front there. I knew he was going to be tough to deal with, and he has been tough to deal with. But um, when I went into his office this week, it was on, what, Thursday? You know, I said, "Look, what do I need to do about this sign? He said, well, you just need to give me a spec sheet. Just give me a spec sheet. I said, well, the company that... That I want to use is, you know, they're thirty five hundred dollars. Where the company who give me a spec sheet, they want eight thousand dollars. You want me to just give you the spec sheet from them and let the other guy do it? He's like, well, you don't want to pay that much for it. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, just you know, he goes, well, what? Show me again what you want to do. I showed him. He goes, well, just do it. Just do it. He was just being hard before, just to just cause he could be hard. Come on, when you when you're a first fruit giver, God causes people to just show you favor. Amen. Your enemy 's desire to harm you it says maybe you've got a coworker, maybe you've got a boss, somebody just got your number just trying to get under your skin every day. come on, that's part of the first fruit first fruit blessing right there it takes away the desire of your enemy to harm you, and then number five, it causes supernatural supply in the kingdom of God. amen it causes supernatural supply because he says. To um, bring you, you'll um, bring it into the kingdom of God verse that's verse 26 the first of the first fruits of your land you shall bring to the house of the Lord your God, so it causes a supernatural supply in the kingdom so we can do the things God's called us to do. and then number six, which is really awesome, I love this, it causes a blessing to rest on your household. Your household is not just your house, not your brick and mortar, but it's your family. It causes a blessing to rest on your family. That's awesome right there. Glory to God. Ezekiel forty four thirty it says, Also you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal to cause a blessing to rest on your house. Underline that to cause a blessing to rest on your house. Amen. All right. Number seven is that first fruit giving consecrates a blessing to come on the rest. So when you give your first fruits offering, so you've already given the tithe. So what you got's not cursed. Amen. You've returned the tithe. That belongs to God. So you've got a hundred percent of your money. You give offerings over and above. But first fruit offering is you look over all that you have and you select a portion that represents you. It represents your love and your worship for him. And you put it in a basket or put it in an envelope and you bring it and you worship God with it. And it's saying that it it causes um that it what what it does is that. It, it consecrate a blessing to come on the rest. So, this, the, when the first part is holy, let's read the scripture. Romans eleven sixteen. For if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. So when I carve out that portion I present before God it 's holy. amen. it causes a blessing, a consecration to come on the rest. That means my money's going to stretch further. it means i 'll get the best deals. it means favor comes on my life. God causes others to use their power, ability, and influence to help me. Amen. Favor comes on our life. Hallelujah, so it causes a blessing to rest on your household, but it consecrates a blessing that means consecration means. Your money is set apart. God says, uh-uh. And he blesses what you, have re- what you have left. Amen. All right, number three. Now let's talk about more than enough God, and then we'll go home. Number one, God is an able God. If you're going to believe God for his best in your life and all these areas that were releasing in our faith, you've got to really believe that he's a more than enough God, that he's an able God. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now Him to him who is what? to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly more than all we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. Giving is part of the power that's at work within us. We know he's talking about the Holy Spirit. We know he's talking about the word being at work in us and the, the declaration of our faith being at work in us. But you know what? Your giving causes power to work in you. It causes power to work in your life. Amen. So as we give, that's a power working in our lives. He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask, think, dream, or imagine. So I'm telling you to dream big. You better dream like God is in all if things are possible, God. I want you to bring God a bigger bag. Don't bring him no baggie. Don't bring him a little Walmart bag. I mean, bring him a big old 70 gallon, big, thick black bag and say, God, fill it up. Because he's able to do it. Hallelujah. Message Bible says God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us. His spirit deeply. And gently within us. You know what's so cool about God is when you think about how big God is. That he made everything and spoke everything into existence. Things that we haven't even seen yet. Scientists haven't even discovered yet. He created all of that. So big. When you think about how big. So, number two, he's infinite. Yet he's intimate. He's an infinite God. But yet he's intimate enough to know my heart. He's intimate enough to know my thoughts are far off. He's intimate enough to know every word, not just on my tongue, but everybody's tongue. Before it's even been spoke, before you say it, he already knows. He knows what you need before you ask. Think about how intimate God is, yet he's infinite. I'm telling you. You, it could just blow your mind. He's Jehovah, the self-existent eternal God, who is revealing himself. He says, "I am that I am. I am it all. look at look at the the definition here of "I am that I am." It means to be who, what, when, where, how, and because. Wow. That's who he is. He's all in all. He's all that we need him to be. He's El Shaddai, which means all powerful, almighty God. What does that leave out? What would be impossible with him? Nothing, just if we if we don't have enough faith to believe it. That's why I want to stretch you this morning to believe how big God is so you'll dream bigger. Amen, so you make a vision board that people will go, "Really? Yeah, really." Amen. Revelation 1:8. He said, "I am the Alpha And the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Hallelujah. And so I looked up that word Almighty, I thought, and as I looked it up, I heard the Spirit of God say, I'm about to teach you a new word. I'm like, hallelujah. Pantocrator. Everybody say it, pantocrator. Now, that's how you say it in Texan. Pantocrator. I'm sure Greek probably sounds all different. We messed it up real bad, but it looks like Pantocrator, doesn't it? It's kind of like Kirkendall, Kirkendall, nothing like Cooey Kendall, does it? Pantocrator. it means the all-ruling, absolute, and universal sh- sovereign. He is God. Psalm 33, 6-9, the Lord merely spoke, and the heavens were created. He breathed the word. And all the stars were born. He assigned the sea its boundaries and locked the oceans in vast reservoirs. Let the whole world fear the Lord. and Let everyone stand in awe of him. For when he spoke, the world began. It appeared at his command. And when you think about how small the world is, compared. It's like a pinhead right here compared to this whole room. How big God is and how small the world really is. And how genius it is that we can live in it. How genius it all is, the cycle of life. It's just genius. It'll blow your mind if you just keep thinking about it. He spoke it. The world began. It appeared at his command. Psalm 147, 4 through 5, it says, He counts the number of the stars. He calls them all by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. Jeremiah 10 12. He has made the earth by his power. He has established the world by his wisdom and has stretched out the heavens at his direction. So that's why we can say, Romans 8:31, if God is for us, who can be against us? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Philippians 4:19, and my God shall supply. All your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And then 2 Corinthians 12, 9, he says, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. So when you're going through something, he says, My strength is made perfect in weakness. When you feel like you're weak, say, Oh, good. That's when God has an opportunity to show how strong he is. Come on. That that takes on all new meaning for that scripture right there, does it? When I think about how, how big he is, in my weakness, I become strong. Because his strength is made perfect and revealed in my weakness, whoo! My God, my God, my God. He was more than enough for me this week. He was more than enough. I had to write it down because so many good things happened last week. I couldn't. I was trying to list them all, and I'd forget some of them. Last Saturday, I got a new truck. Praise the Lord for a new truck anointing. Hallelujah. So I would lost my diamond in my ring. Most of y'all might have seen this on Facebook. I lost one of my diamonds in my ring. I was sick to my stomach. I called Murray last week and told him I lost one of the diamonds in my ring. And he's so sweet. He's like, it's okay, babe. We'll, we'll get another one. He said, what else is going on? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to be in trouble. He was so sweet about it. So, But I still was sick about it. I want the diamond he gave me. I know I can get a replacement, but that one was special to me. So I, I, I went, this was like, Almost a week later. No, that was like, I don't know when was the beginning of last week. I think when I noticed, it was gone. So it was, it was like, this. It, it, it's been gone. It, the the diamond was gone. And so he said, "Don't even worry about it. Maybe i ought to sweep around." He said, "Don't worry about it. It's gone. It's just gone." So God didn't say it was gone because it mattered to me. It mattered to God. So God is so infinite, but He's intimate. He cared about that diamond because it mattered to me. So I let Chi Chi out. I was sitting downstairs. You know, pay attention, you know, when God talks to you. I was sitting downstairs working and I was doing pretty good. Working from the desk in the office is a good place to work. But I thought, you know what, I'll go upstairs and work. I needed to go get my computer. And I said, instead so rather than bring down here, I'll just go work upstairs. So I'm sitting at the bar. I said, Well, let me let Chi Chi out so she can fly a little bit. So I let Chi Chi out, and I wasn't paying attention. She was on the bar in the kitchen and she was just tapping around and playing with something. I wasn't paying attention. And I'm looking at my computer, getting things set. And all of a sudden, I hear something hit the floor that she was playing with. And before I looked, I knew it was my diamond. If I hadn't been paying attention to that still, small voice, she could have swallowed it. It, I may have not even noticed it on the floor, but I knew before I even looked, that's my diamond. And I looked, and sure enough, there was my diamond. You know I had me some praise and worship in the kitchen. I'm having some serious praise and worship in the kitchen because it mattered to me. It mattered to God. I mean, everything could have gone a whole bunch of different ways. But I'm telling you, God gave me a good week last week. It was a good week. I got my diamond back. It was my birthday on Wednesday. Praise the Lord. Went and I had a wonderful birthday with Miss Toby and my sister. And uh, then on Thursday, the day after my birthday, I went and signed the contract for the new space. <laughs> For $1,000 more a month. Now, y'all, listen. That is a commercial space. We have 12,000 square feet. I did not know it was that much. Between this one and the next space right there, right? Slide that wall open and that's the next next sanctuary. Between the two spaces, we have 12,000 square feet for $6,000 a month. That's 50 cents a square foot on 1960 frontage. Where thousands of cars go by every day. This kind of square footage goes for $2 a square foot all day long. But we got it for 50 cents a square foot. Thursday was a good day. God is more than enough God. He is more than enough. It's not about what you have in your pocket. You better hear me. It's not about what you're able to do. It's about what God is able to do. He will cause people to use their power, their ability, and their influence to help you. Before the conversation was over with, Luke Durette was saying, just put up whatever you want on the sign. I'm more than enough God. More than he takes away my enemy's desire to harm me. Come on, we've been difficult before. We're not recording this, are we? Okay. We're not putting it on Facebook, right? Okay, good. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we, have to, we have to edit it. But praise God. I'm so excited about that. And then... There were, some, there were some girls upstairs that were talking to Luke as I, was, as I was going out. So I went on and got on the elevator, came down. My babe called me while I was in the elevator, so I answered the call. I get off the elevator, and um, I'm standing there talking to him inside. It's raining, so I'm filling with my umbrella a little bit. And in the meantime, the girls came down, and they went out in the parking lot. And I uh, got my, my, uh, my umbrella situated. I uh, hung up with, with uh, Murray, and uh, I started off into the parking lot, one of the girls comes running back. She goes, be careful. I said, why, because the rain? She goes... No, this lady right, right next to your truck just got robbed. She just she said it just happened, so we don't know where he is. Please be careful. If Murray hadn't called, come on, the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. Ordered by the Lord. He leads me beside the still waters. Amen. I feel bad for the lady that got, that got robbed, but I'm, I'm, I'm real glad it wasn't me. I wasn't in a mood to get to get uh, robbed. Amen. that would have spoiled my whole praise and worship on the way home <laughs> amen so so I signed the contract for just a crazy good price. I didn't get robbed. Amen. It's, how many of you know Thursday was a good day. I can put anything I want up on the sign and then Friday, we got the online article. From Lux Life Magazine. Come on, sweetheart. <laughs> and we didn't embarrass the church. <laughs> so we get interviewed for a couple hours. And then when the when the writer left, we looked at each other. We said, I want to know about this. You never know what they're going to write. And then she showed up at church, remember, two weeks ago? Oh. I was a little concerned. But Nick read it, right? You read it, Nick? We're good, right? But I think it was God's grace because a lot of times, a lot of times it could go another way, right? So. But look at God. I'm in Lux Life magazine. Me, the girl with no education, homeless as a teenager, beat up, messed up, tore up. But look at God, amen? That's a recompense. That is a recompense. He's more than enough. He's been more than enough. Let me see if I missed anything else. Let me see. Was there anything else? What? that? Huh? Well, yeah, I'm getting ready to read that. But we got a new sound system yesterday for the church. Kevin called and said, I don't know how to tell you this except to tell you this. Our sound system went out. Said, okay, what do we need to do? That we need a new one. So we might as well get the next larger one so we have enough channels. He said, okay. I met him yesterday at a guitar center. We bought a new sound system. So we're ready to add guitar players. We're ready to put our drums up. Somebody say fruitfulness, increase, moving forward. But you know what? God's a more than enough God. This has been a more than enough week for me. Amen. And I declare.